Hi, this is Johan Stork, and welcome to the Sport Scoop Podcast. And this is Becca. We're going to be joining in with you guys this week. We're going to be talking about the hottest topics in the NFL free agency this week. Our first topic we're going to discuss is Tom Brady signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Johan? I think that this is a great move for Tampa Bay to make. Last year, they had two 1,000-yard receivers in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. The Buccaneers move on from a questionable quarterback at best in James Winston onto an all-time great, possibly considered the GOAT in Tom Brady. Tom Brady also moves on to a very smart coach in Bruce Arians who will make sure that he's as, as successful as possible. Also, he gets to play Drew Brees twice a year, which will give him guaranteed publicity. How about you? I agree with you a lot on that, but since I'm a mom, I want to take it from a mom's angle, too. So Tom Brady's kids, he has three. They're 12, 10, and 7. And the 12-year-old, he's not going to move because he's living with his mom. But the 10- and 7-year-old are at the right age to move to a new city. They're not totally established in secondary school yet, so it's a good time to make a move if, if indeed he wants to make one. And I think he and his wife, Giselle, enjoy the warm weather of Tampa Bay do all their outdoor sports together, maybe, you know, hit some volleyball on the beaches, things like that. But another thing that nobody really has talked too much about is the fact that he's going to make a lot of money off of this move outside of football. He's already trademarking applied for a TB times TB trademark that he plans to apply to clothing and hats. And, you know, if he gets that trademark approved, he's going to make a lot of money on this. So, next topic is going to be Melvin Gordon signing a two-year, $16 million contract with the Broncos. Becca? Yeah, I think this is a great move for my Broncos. Um, My Broncos are a really good team, and they have been over the years, but they've had some down years lately. And they're trying to put in some dynamic players, young players, to the team. And I think with Lindsey and Melvin Gordon in the backfield, they're going to have a real dynamic punch back there behind a very young quarterback and so they'll have two backs who can both run and catch the ball out of the backfield so I think it's a great move for Denver they'll have a great backfield attack Johan what do you think um I don't like the signing I think that they already have Philip Lindsay a young running back who's going to improve with a lot of potential and could possibly become a star. They also took Royce Freeman in the second round a couple years back, and I think if they used the right coaches, they could easily develop him, already giving them a one-two punch. I think they signed Gordon for two years, which was the wrong decision. In my opinion, it should have been a one-year, maybe more like a $10 million deal instead of a two-year 16, because after this year, I think Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay will be ready to take over the role as number one running back for the Broncos. So next we're going to talk about Cam Newton and where we think he should go as he's still in the deciding phase on that. And I'll get us going. So I personally think New England is the best place for Cam by far. He's a mobile quarterback and I think Bill Belichick would be able to utilize his attack and the way he is a kind of a quarterback and the way he can run and throw and turn them into a really deadly offense with great running backs and a really good, solid one number one receiver in Julian Edelman. And add that to a great defense, and I think this team could become a yearly Super Bowl contender again if they add Cam Newton. 
How about you? I disagree. I do not think that Cam Newton would fit in in New England. I don't know that he fits in with the Belichick way. And so for that reason, I don't see him there. However, I do see him in Los Angeles. And I think that he, with his shining kind of Superman style personality, he would fit right in in the LA public. And Finally, I also believe that if he truly has recovered from his shoulder and his foot injuries and he can get back to his throwing ways, he, he's a fantastic, accurate quarterback who can also have Eckler behind him to have a fantastic offense for the L.A. Chargers. And the Chargers, if he's healthy and he can throw the way that we know he can, with his weapons that he has with him, and Bosa to help them out too on the other side, then we, we've we got a contender maybe for the top of the AFC West. Over Patrick Mahomes. I think, no, I mean Mahomes is in a different league of his own, but as an overall team versus team mentality, I think they would have that mentality back to compete with the Chiefs. So the next topic we're going to be going over is the Texans trading DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth-round pick, I think it was, for to the Cardinals for David Johnson, uh, injury-prone running back, and a second-round pick. I'll start us off here. So I think this was an absolutely great trade for the Cardinals, but a terrible trade for the Texans. I think it's obvious who the winner was. The Texans add a running back who's questionable and very injury-prone to an offense now with really no wide receivers other than Will Fuller, and Will Fuller's questionable at best with his catching ability. And I think this is a great trade for the Cardinals because they add DeAndre Hopkins to an offense with Kyler Murray, a very mobile quarterback, Kenyon Drake, who showed to be great for them last year, and they already have a couple running back. I mean a couple wide receivers that can catch and a good offensive line that led them to be top 10 in sacks against last year, as well as a great defense. Like, their defense is pretty good. They held the Seahawks to 20 points once last year. Not many teams could do that. They held the 49ers to 10 and still lost 10-7, to 7, but that's that's okay. And, yeah, on to you, Mom. Well, I agree with you completely, bud. I think, um, I, boy, the Texans totally failed. And the Cardinals totally A-plus on that trade, right? I mean, the Cardinals get Hopkins. Can you hear it already? Murray to Hopkins, touchdown over and over again. You got Fitzgerald still there, right? Is he still there? Yes. He's going to be, you know, he can be more of their kind of slot strong receiver, and Hopkins can be the speed guy. I mean, they're going to have a lot of deception in their offense now. And Hopkins, he's not a speed guy? No. Oh, what is he? <laughs> he's a great catching receiver who just gets short throws. Oh, okay. Well, he can run fast after he catches that ball, right? Yeah. So, you know, Murray to Hopkins touchdown. Murray to Hopkins touchdown is what you're going to hear a lot next season. Um, and unfortunately for the Texans, this might be the beginning of the end for their team for a couple of seasons. They they just seem to be failing in this free agency so far. Um, yeah, name one person they've signed that's good. Like, I, I can't even. Can you think of one? No. <laughs> I can't either. But the Cardinals, they might be a team to watch next season. What do you think? I think they're still worse than the Niners. But I think they could fight for a wild card spot. I agree with you. 
Well, we only have a little bit of time left, Johan. So we've got two more topics left. We're going to go real quick on these, okay? Okay. Um, so our first of our final two topics, Philip Rivers to the Colts. Does it work? No. They're not going to make the playoffs. In fact, my guess for the record, 6-10. and 10. They don't have any wide receivers to put him around. They overpaid for him. That's a terrible deal. How about you? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think Philip Rivers, stand-up guy, but I don't think they have what they need in Indianapolis to make that work right now. And then our last topic of the day, go really quick on this one. Uh, Jameis Winston, where do you think he ends up going as he hasn't signed yet? I don't know if he's going to go anywhere as a starter. Somebody could take him as a backup. Um, if he can't throw a pass that isn't caught by the other team anytime soon, then he's going to have a hard time finding a team to join. What do you think? Uh, Miami on a one-year deal, if I had to guess. They need a gap quarterback who can play for one year. Will they probably develop their quarterback that they're going to draft this year? All right, very good. Well, this has been this week's show on um, our Hot Topic on next week's show, we'll have with more NFL free agency, as well as what we think th- when we think the coronavirus crisis will end and we'll get our sports back. Yeah, this has been Becca and Johan on the on this week's sports scoop <sighs> podcast. Thank you.